And we're in. Beep, 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 beep. Joe Rogan. <laughs> Sorry. I just have to do it. Steal uh, from the best and you can beat the best. <laughs> All right. This is the Doddler's philosophy podcast. Something. It says it on the top. Anyway, uh, I'm Ryan and this is... Harland. And we're Doddler's. We are doing a podcast and, uh, you know, we think we know why, but we're not quite sure. We're going to find that out, I guess. Um, what do you mean we're yeah. dawdlers? Should I be offended <laughs> by this? Probably. Uh, what I mean by dawdlers is not a good, I don't have a definition. So I'm just, I mean, there's a definition out there. You could probably find it, Oxford English Dictionary or whatever. But what I really am trying to say is we're not uh, we don't hustle. We're we're not the kind of people that are maximizing effort towards our passion. We're putting some effort towards our passion, and that's what this is. <laughs> this is. Uh, well, that's not nothing. Well, that's not nothing. Yeah, exactly. I would I would agree. It's not nothing. Is that but, our subtitle? Um, the Dottler's not... philosophy. It's not nothing. <laughs> I think that would be perfect. Uh, we'll put that up there now that this is being recorded. And by the way, this is like the third or fourth time we've tried this. We keep uh, hitting snags that only hustlers would acknowledge. Because, I mean, not hustlers. Shit, doddlers. Anyway, whatever. Just a doddler here making mistakes. Um, yeah, but yeah hustlers. Is that a hustler thing? Or a dawdler thing to be when there's a mistake, scrap it and start over, or versus <laughs> cl cleverly edit it together and yeah. yeah, provide more work for you later, right? The dawdler would be like, no, just start from scratch because it's easier to just walk away if we have to. <laughs> uh, whereas the the hustler is like, no, no, this is gonna work. I'm I recorded fifty versions of this and I'm gonna piece it all together like some kind of comedy special right you hustlers anyway um but yeah hustlers who's gonna want to listen to this shit i don't know but um i want to kind of throw out there some definitions um because i did my minimal amount of research for this particular uh episode which was just going to be about hustlers and doddlers where we're going to Mostly focus on the hustlers, I guess. And uh, I went to the Urban Dictionary because that's where Google said go. And um, so what Urban Dictionary has, and I guess, and you know, clarify for me, Urban Dictionary, because I'm just an old man. What do I know? But people can just put in there. It's like a Wikipedia thing, right? Just be like, I that's think how I understand is... it. Yep. Okay. All right. So, um. Top definition is to have the courage, confidence, self-belief, and self-determination to go out there and work it out until you find the opportunities you want in life. So a sentence with the word hustle in it would be, I need to hustle to make it as a musician. The next one would be working hard, usually towards the common goal of creating an income. All Jack does is hustle. You should see his bank account. 
Uh, third version of hustle is anything you need to do to make money, be it selling cars, drugs, your body. I'm literally reading verbatim what's written. If you making money, you hustling. Uh, so a sentence there would be, I've been working two jobs, trying to stay on my hustle and make this money. Namin. Sorry, that one. Yeah, was harder to read. I, Faulkner would be proud. I can tell already. <laughs> the dialect yeah. verbatim. Another person just like gives you two options. They're like, make money, doing something slightly shady. And the next one is dance from the 70s. So anyway, that's a nice potpourri of, uh, you know, definitions. Um, and so from that, I glean maximizing effort towards a passion is a big part of it. Uh, you know, you got to do whatever you can do to make money or survive in society like the plants and the animals and ecosystems. That's another kind of look at it. Uh, there's some kind of deliberate, illegal, or shady activity, usually at a cost to others. Um, anyway, the yeah, big I one, though... Like the, oh, yeah. The shadiness no. aspect seems to be kind of a Definition 2 style thing to me. Um, mm-hmm. Like there's the whole, you got conned or something. Is you know, You got, ah, oh, somebody hustled me. Or, yeah. you know, at the poker table, I got hustled. But that's significantly different, I think, than the primary motif that I was detecting in these highfalutin urban dictionary entries was the pursuit of what some call the almighty dollar. Uh, that hustling seems, at least in America 2018, heavily correlated with the acquisition of wealth. And if that were accepted as the definition, then I would be not only not offended, but proud to be counted among the dawdlers as someone who <laughs> doesn't much care for uh, capital and capitalism as my pursuit. You know, if you're interested instead in ideas or beauty, or anything else that sounds nice. Um, I'm not really going to hustle for money, you know? I don't care. I don't want it. I don't need it. I want the things that it can facilitate. And not being interested in or willing to hustle for money is often troublesome, but I well, can't can't make myself do it. Yeah. Well, and I I. But like I think what you know when I watch these videos on YouTube, like for instance uh, Gary V or who I don't even know who he is. I didn't do a deep dive, but there was a guy talking about hustling. I I haven't and, seen the videos, but I can just picture him in my mind already. I think maybe a yeah. Tim Ferriss type. You know that guy? Yeah, just a lot of energy. And just sort of, you know, we could do it, you know, um, which is, again, you know, that's the motto or something of hustling is we can do it. The kind that you're talking about anyway, not the shady kind, the kind where right. it's just, it's about outworking other people. You know, it's about just, you know, never stopping until, well, there is no stopping, I think, for hustlers. They talk about this whole thing about reaching a goal, but from what I, what I see when I watch these videos, 
they're always talking about just like you know they they skipped the weekend and just worked all the way through it because they're always hustling um and to me you know the hustling for the money is sort of part of it but i think a lot of those people if they heard what you said they'd be like no 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 you you can hustle for beauty you can hustle you know they would they would make exceptions uh because their hustle philosophy the hustler's philosophy um is for one and all it's about you know this is where i think it breaks into this sort of sort of almost self-help thing like we would be perfect for them to just be like I want to see you on the elliptical tomorrow. And, you know, I want you to do something, you know, here's five points and you follow those daily. And, and if you do that, you'll be successful at whatever it is you want to do. Everybody wants to do something. That's kind of how I see a lot of people uh, legitimize what it is they're doing. But I, I wonder if there is a negative component that also uh, moves with that. Um, uh, that you know the the hustle, um, because I kind of think that if you're out working people out there working, um, then it's possible that you know you're you're living by this idea that there's winners and losers, and you know if you make it to the top, you can say hey they just didn't hustle as hard or whatever, and so then it starts to put. Uh, content and ideas and all that and beauty whatever on the backslide because who's gonna outwork somebody for beauty who's gonna outwork each other for ideas and stuff um so are you, you kind know, of saying that the hustle as a methodology who's content neutral right. you can hustle for any goal you name so okay what do you like man oh you like philosophy you like ideas that's fine we can hustle about that Here's the program. You're going to read 100 pages by noon every day. And you're going to write a chapter of your book. Then you're going to record right. a two-hour podcast every Thursday night. You know, And <laughs> right. here's the 12 rules for life. Here's the rules for ah! hustling at whatever you want. You, you can do it. Those kind right. of people. Well, all right. Something to it. I think discipline can help. Planning can help. You And that you can insert virtually any or so it seems end goal in mind but i also then as soon as i think that or say that want to question it are there some are there any goals which are actually better pursued with quote unquote less work what is this work anyway and why is it inherently valuable or assumed to always be the winning methodology. This is how toddlers do it. You cut out. <laughs> and I heard apology, I think. Was that the last word? I would never apologize. No. Um <laughs> I think I was saying methodology a bunch of times. Uh, yeah, there you go. <clears throat> I was asking, I can get that the hustle methodology works at least part of the time. and But is there any end which may be more successfully pursued 
with quote unquote less work. Like, what is this work thing, and why do we assume it always wins the race? Well, I mean, what do we want to call work? I mean, we we often talk about thinking and doing, and that those things we tend to categorize as somehow they're separate. Um, and I would say the way you're using the word work, that's a doer's activity, you know? Um, and there might be other pursuits that maybe thinkers would be better at. And we'd have to sit here and hash out what we think those things are. Yeah. So, I mean, well, what about, for example, something like the amorphous, undefinable trait or product that we call creativity. Might right. it be the case that, or novelty or something, yeah. Might there be some domains in which your product is superior on this dimension of if we can define it well enough that it makes sense? That if what you do, you know, so I think, for example, of this musician archetype. And does the musician who is their own manager and gets up in the morning and one of their projects is, I need to book myself for Thursday through Saturday night this week. Who am I going to call? Yeah, if that's their project versus the person who wakes up late, eats cereal with beer on it, gets high, sits on <laughs> their couch, puts Rick and Morty on the TV and noodles away at their guitar for a while. Maybe the latter comes up with something of, on whatever metric, a better piece of art than the person whose projects include primarily the hustly projects of, I need gigs, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think <clears throat> this sounds like a, you know, a split between something like quality and something like quantity, you know, gigs seems like a quantifiable thing. Like you can count them up, you know, I'm out there, you know, 365 days a year, the guy who's out there 159, I should be, you know, getting along better as in, in music than, than that person. But you know, is your music any good, you know? And most of the time I'm guessing that it isn't. I, I, I would we say that the, top 40 musicians and you know musicians in the top 40 singers people that maybe not don't even write their music that they're all just playing the hustle game right yep uh but then there's you know you always you know especially when people make it to college uh but i don't know about these days because of the internet and how um fluid it can be for people so maybe even younger than college age, but they're finding like acts out there, you know, in band camp or whatever that really nobody listens to, you know, but they could be great music, uh, but they're not, they're getting outworked or whatever. And um, so more and more people are putting out crap and just as a sheer result of the fact that they're willing to put it out there anyway, because what their game is, is the hustle. It's not the, the good stuff it's not the quality it's the quantity and so that to me seems like it can be a bit of a negative you know and so it's not just simply hey i'm pursuing money 
pursuit of money, I think, can have an impact on the pursuit of an actual good life. Because after all, they're not they're not having a weekend. So I don't know how. I mean, they say it gives them energy, but I don't know. Well, I would think, and this might be a slightly different topic that we can come back to, but pers- if we take the pursuit of concept, anytime you say my pursuit is of an end which is not directly related to the endeavor. So if what I'm interested in or what I'm trying to do or care about is, you know, making a really good philosophical argument, if any of my energy is expended towards the end of publishing a paper or, you know, or getting a job in this college, or if the end is different then the more direct task that seems to me likely to diminish the quality with which you will produce something. I make a lot out of human finitude, right? And if we are, as it seems to me, finite, there's only so much time and energy we have to expend on various projects. So the more time you spend hustling after ends that are not directly related to the creative project, it seems to me that it will probably hinder the quality, whether it's music, whether it's science, whatever it is. If your goal is getting tenure or <laughs> signing with the record label rather than making an important scientific discovery or <laughs> writing a really great tune. You know, those are the things that I right. think, can we just bring our ends closer to the projects at hand and not look after money or look after these other external, externalized, institutionalized goals that distract us from the projects and maybe that's a way that dawdlers can uh at least tell a story to fool themselves into justifying their laziness or whatever it is that i'm doing right well i always thought that um the hustlers should find a dawdler and then just hustle the shit out of their dawdler stuff you know because clearly the dawdler's just sitting there of course that is probably what happens, you know, like people who are writing a book or whatever are constantly being pestered by, if not their editor, then their agent or somebody just constantly being like, come on, you know, when's the book going to be done, you know? And, uh, and so I guess in some ways there is that kind of relationship where people re- recognize that maybe they're not the, the right person to write a most excellent book or whatever, um, because they just, realized they just didn't have it um but like you know these other people they they may have also realized that well i i i'm good at organizing things i'm good at planning or what have you and that they might have something to say about that too um of course there's an example i'm thinking of um of an individual who i of course can't remember his name so i can probably try and and find it but uh 
he was an agent, a music agent. Uh, he was an agent for like Alice Cooper and um, a number of different acts that are well known. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, he, you know, he just had the right kind of hustle and he was able to get these people to places they wanted to go without them having to worry about all that kind of stuff. So that, that would be a nice synthesis. But I don't see that often happening. Hustlers hustle for themselves more often, it seems. Right. I mean, I think the way you phrased it was that a hustler needs to find some dawdlers or whatever. That right. seems more uh, questionable to me. But I could definitely see how a dawdler could benefit from enlisting a hustler to their projects. Well, but um, the problem with the dawdler is how will they ever get how will they ever hustle a hustler, you know? Hustlers, if they can... I think the good hustlers then would be the ones that could actually recognize quality, you know? And the other ones that are so, you know, fervently trying to, like, make it would maybe, you know, just... They wouldn't uh, appeal whatever products that they're putting out there would never really truly in the end appeal, no matter how many days they put their efforts in. Um, there's just no beating a really great writer or, you know, um, you know, painter or something like that, you know, or scientists who, you know, is writing a book or something. Um, that kind of thing was what, right. I, what I was thinking of. And it's the guy is Shep Gordon. And there's a book out, or there's a movie out there called Supermensch. Um, and he was, um, <clears throat> you know, this, I guess, legendary um, agent. And, uh, you know, he, you know, obviously Alice Cooper was one of these people, but you know, he's one of those people who has all these crazy stories of, you know, going, at, <laughs> being in LA, totally, uh, you know, completely, you know, without any money at all, completely broke. And he like goes in and, at this pool or something like that. And he sees this woman screaming and a man's on top of her. And when he goes to like pull the guy off, cause he thinks she's being raped. It's uh, she, the woman punches him. And it turns out to be, um, uh, Oh God, now look at me. I'm like, what's your name? Um, the Bobby McGee lady. I'm, of course, never. Oh, Janice Joplin. Janice Joplin. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, um, he seemed like a good hustler, this, this Shep Gordon guy. That, so to bring in the misanthropic point of view, that seems to depend on a marketplace that has taste. That yeah. the hustlers need to go find a high-quality dawdler because they make, they create better work. And then I can do the hustle part and disseminate their work to the masses. But the way it appears to some of us right now, the evaluators of these works are not high quality judges of the work. So then the hustler can, the dollar becomes the middleman that the hustler can skip. They're just like, whatever, you'll listen to my songs and you'll fucking like them. And people do. So then they don't need to go find a dawdler to pay to have written their songs. They can just say whatever poor quality 
poem they managed to string together and sell it because people are by. Yeah, well, um, that's the the fear, and I know that probably happens left and right. Um, <clears throat> but uh, the hope, of course, is that that would be a that would be a positive spin. You know, I wouldn't right. think that it would be just a world full of like hustlers helping toddlers. You know, well, get to, their quality out there. To employ a cheesy analogy, it's like uh, you know, the the bird cannot fly who does not both flap and glide, right? So mm. we need to. The hustle is the flap, and the dawdle mm-hmm. is the glide. And in order to locomote, you need a mixture of both. So would that we could have a society that included in proper mixture and teamed up one after the other so that you didn't shoot off into the atmosphere or crash into the ground. One hustle yeah. per dawdler. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. In equal I measure. I like it. Yeah, no, I, I like it. That's perfect. That works for me. All right. Podcast over. <laughs> Beep. Um, yeah, that, that seems... That's that's my view. Um, I would I would share that view anyway. I don't know if that's your view. You're just summarize. Why it. can't we have a society of all dawdlers? <laughs> good question. Because would you have a society, or would you just have a bunch of individuals walking around every once in a while sharing some stuff? You know, do we? I mean, I think your question is, do we need hustlers? I'm yeah, guessing what do we that need these hustlers for. I think we need hustlers because they're just never satisfied. You know, I think a dawdler is clearly dawdling because, yeah, they may have things that are frustrating and they may not be satisfied with, uh, you know, their uh, their quality of life in terms of like, you know, they're dirt poor or whatever, or they're just things are, uh, uns- there's a lot of uncertainty in their futures uh, because they're not just going and grabbing it by the throat. They're doing other things like, painting and writing and uh what have you um you know i, I okay so yeah this, this is might sound dawdling yeah. as a decadence as a luxury as a if you are in the nasty brutish state of nature you will probably find yourself hustling or not around to do either anymore is that the sort yeah. of yeah dawdlers i'm gonna say whether or not this claim has any argument i can come up with right now and because i'm a toddler i'm too lazy to do it but this is a nice excuse anyway um it's my podcast and i could do what i want and anyway um it's our podcast sorry um but i don't know i just thought you know toddlers are an offshoot from hustlers you know every damn animal in nature is a hustler even when lions are just lallying about you know you know just is lally and lally is my son's girlfriend lollying about um yeah anyway uh just lollying about uh (laughs) lollygagging perhaps lollygagging about whatever the freaking word is um you know, when they're just doing that in like by the acacia tree or whatever, they're still hustling because they're just they're saving it up and they're going to scare the living Christ out of these poor antelope that have 
probably a good idea of what's coming, I suppose. I don't know. Um, but, you know, that's a, everything's a hustle in the state of nature, quote unquote. But here we have other ways, you know, that we can live, especially at the high end of our society, I suppose. But there are some people who in our society, I don't know, it's changed over time, evolved, what have you, um, that have been able to still pursue, you know, a rags to riches life through quality, you know, through uh, developing their craft, you know, and somehow probably a lot of it just due to luck were able to get themselves the ability to make a living off of it. Um, and I guess, I don't know, again, that would give me also hope uh, for a future where doddlers have a bigger place in it, but I don't know if doddlers can do it without hustlers. That's, that's my thinking, but. Mm -hmm. Well, in the long tradition of making these ultimately meaningless, I think, arbitrary dichotomies of mm -hmm. everybody is an X or a Y, you know, and we can mutually exclusively and exhaustively chop our ontology into two categories. It's great. Of those who have one property or another. I think most <clears throat> times that those are developed, if one has enough ingenuity, right. you can describe everybody as either X or Y, as I think you just attempted to do. With like, all right, well, in the state of nature, there's only hustlers. <laughs> but it feels like a bit of a reach, and maybe you can defend it, to say that even the lions napping beneath the trees themselves are hustling because they, on some level, realize that they are marshalling their strength to hustle better when next they hustle, and that itself is a hustle, or, you know, uh, but could not, if one is allowed that degree of metaphor and extension and stretch and analogy, couldn't we just say, well, everyone is always dawdling because only Deadpool gives maximum effort ever, and... Uh, it, you know, if you worked hard enough, describe everything as a dawdle as well. I suppose. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're at one extreme, you can always look back and be like, duh, doddlers. But I guess I was thinking more in terms of the idea that, you know, uh, all the organisms in an ecosystem, um, it's, you know, 24-7, 365 days a year. There are no breaks, you know. Uh, and it's pretty much just, you know, this view, and I'm not saying I adhere to it, but I'm just throwing it out there as a view. But the view that even when you are resting, there because you can't keep going all the time or you'd burn out before you had an opportunity to reproduce or do something else, you know. And so, um, yeah, that's what I would say. Mm -hmm. And see, I, you're going to have some work to do to convince me that hibernating is hustling. But it's an unfair request. And, you know, like I was saying, I think the whole anytime someone plays this game, this language game of we're going to chop everything into two and say, and of course, 
or any individual that's worth discussing is complex and probably exhibits both traits at various times. Most think everybody hustles and dawdles part of the time and about certain things. Is that... Well, if you can hear me, my you're, fellow toddler, you're back. Now. You've, yeah, you broke up. Oh, sounds good. Technology. <laughs> good thing there's editing. What was it you were saying? Oh, mine broke up too. Okay, I was saying. Anybody that's worth discussing is complex and probably hustles part of the time and dawdles part of the time. And, you know, so this whole thing is just uh, a language game and we shouldn't make too much of it. But I was challenging you to prove to me that hibernation counted as hustling. Wow. Well, yeah, it's like the, it's, it's, it's a, it's just the, the longer version of resting. Which also <laughs> doesn't sound very hustly. No, but resting is, is, is like, you know, the idea being um, that you're, um, that you're, the amount of energy you can expend in a day is limited. And so, you know, if you're not spending energy, then you need to kind of slow down and, take some time before you can do it again. Even hustlers in the big city got to take a rest. Uh, you know. Yeah. Hurry up and wait. Know your limitations. That kind of, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the can't be all things to all moments or whatever. Hustle is not, I mean, I say it's 24 seven and that it's 365 days a year, but that, you know, it doesn't mean to say that, uh, you know, resting isn't some other facet of the hustle in nature, quote unquote nature. That's kind of what I would say. It's just another method. Whereas the doddler, they wake up and they're like, mm, get something done today. I don't know. I'm hungry. You know, that's the doddler. But they're, you know, I hope we have enough bandwidth. I have something I'm going to throw out there. Okay. So the one thing I'll, I will use, uh, like multi-level selection thing. Um, and I'll try and be quick so that if it breaks up, you know, me going on and on, it will be okay. But essentially you've got, you know, some gradient of cooperation, right? And just think of a bell curve and, uh, you know, those, you know, the the vast majority cooperate about 50% of the time, uh, you know, uh, and that makes the bell curve. So it just it goes away as you get towards, you know, cooperating none of the time or cooperating all the time. Well, I imagine a scenario where you end up, uh, you know, in a you know in a group where there's just happens to be more cooperators that are like you know 70% of the time 
versus another group that forms with cooperators that do it like maybe you know 20 or 30 percent of the time and so in this population uh where you have two majorities or whatever um you have these cooperators the thing about the cooperators that do it like 70 percent of the time is that in a way they kind of become each other's resource so there are times potentially when you don't do anything to acquire the resource that you need to keep going or whatever and so in that sense you kind of can start to have individuals that spend time just in a whole day not hustling for some grub you know because grub was hustled by others and because we're cooperators and we share and do all that kind of stuff uh you just get some and maybe next time it's you who's out there who's hustling but in the group that does it much less than 50 percent, let's say everybody's hustling everybody's trying to keep you know because they don't cooperate they don't share very often and so if you're gonna get something to eat today it's probably gonna come down to you you know and so that's kind of my thinking about this is that you know with human societies i should step back from this whole all nature thing and just say like with social dynamics with you know sociality maybe there's a you know cooperating and sharing and all is is beneficial to individuals and allows for the doddler to rise so this seems like another primacy of the hustle story that the doddlers are the free riders that are taking advantage of the surplus consumer goods that were acquired by the hustlers and sort of not really i I would say it's different than that because like i was saying if you're in the vast majority group of hustling some days you don't have to hustle some days you do you know and in the group where the vast majority are hustling pretty much you can count on almost every day you have to hustle and so that's all i'm trying to say is imagine you know we start to get the division of labor and you know those kind of you know interactions going on between people cooperating you know you don't have to hustle for everything you know some days you just you know you get to take off you know hustlers paradise is on the weekend or whatever so that's kind of what i'm trying to say is that you know it's it's a it's not an everyday thing. It's not that some people are just going to always slack. Maybe that's a next step in that process. Um, and there's probably punishments for those who slack or whatever. But the idea that you don't always have to spend all your daily activities hustling for food or for whatever it is, what would you do instead, you know, in, in that time? That's kind of what I'm asking. And so maybe that's where you know, people start to create a craft or whatever they spend on their, they have their side hustle. Um, Oh shoot. Everything's a hustle. No, I know. But like they have their other thing that they fool around with. The tinkering starts to, you know, only in these social setups do they get to tinker and do all that kind of stuff. The goddamn hustlers want to steal even our loot playing and sonnet writing and make it just a side hustle where it too is acquisitive. Uh, the hustlers are never satisfied. Um, so this sounds, is this kind of a, I don't, I assume mimicry isn't the right word, but that you're saying that your energy expenditure strategy 
ought to be influenced by looking around and seeing what kind of society am I in. If I'm in one where most people are hustling, well, I would do well to select the hustle strategy as well, or I might suffer various social penalties. Well, I would say it this way. Those in the hustle, the group that tends to not cooperate and share as much and not be as social, you're likely to have less success, um, you know, getting anything from others. Uh, you know, uh, it's it just something you can count on less. But those groups where you have people, you know, um, hustling for each other and sharing and cooperating, uh, that, you know, there will be times when you don't have to. It'll just be an, a, a consequence of you. You wake up in the morning, you're like, oh, food. I guess I don't have to go. But like maybe every morning you get up to go out and get, but not every morning do you feel like, you know, or do you have to? And so, oh, well, today I guess I'll, you know, work on this, you know, tool to catch more food, whatever. And then maybe you happen upon in your, tinkering and you're fooling around you're just doing you know not much because your belly's full maybe that's when you actually happen upon something else you know because you're sort of in a creative pursuit and you're like oh wow i wonder if this would work to catch that food better you know or something like that so this is kind of a compromise strategy where if we describe alarms in the sense of i set my alarm to wake up at a given time in the morning as a kind of hustler technology, whereas the dawdler sleeps until they're tired of it and then wakes up when their body is ready. Uh, that you're saying everybody adopts the hustler strategy of setting their alarm. But once you're awake, you can look around and say, oh, somebody else already did it, or they did it yesterday and we still are working on a surplus, etc. So that today there is space to dawdle because I already defaulted to the hustle program when I set my alarm, but now I can back off and dawdle today because we have extra shit, but maybe tomorrow I'll have to just hustle all day. Yeah, and maybe your hustle will prove beneficial to someone the next day after that because you, oh, you've gotten all this extra stuff with your friends because you're cooperating on collecting and doing all these things, you know? Like, that's all I'm trying to say is that maybe something like sociality allows the dawdler to arise. I love this. This is hilarious. Wouldn't there be many potential uh, defeaters of a system like that? Any sort of, for example, introduce greed to that system, such as some of us perceive America 2018 to function. There's never enough. So, yeah, my bank account has $10 billion in it. I guess I can dawdle today. Nope. That's not enough. You must yeah. hustle for the sake of hustling. You must be number one, having more than you could ever spend on your own hedonistic pursuits is still insufficient. You must hustle just to hustle. Seems to be the way we function. So couldn't there be, in any society that were designed that way, as soon as they have some kind of emotional level pathology that it would no longer be so utopian and like hustle seems to potentially be a fever a sickness 
and that you can just burn yourself out with it. You know, no more. I got to, you know, pump faster and do more, you know, and then you fry. Yeah, no. Okay. So one of the things I would think is we can add to my cooperator sharing and, you know, the person wakes up and says, I don't have to dawdle. Maybe, maybe we layer over that. That some people do just wake up and they're like, huh, I don't care if there's a surplus. I got to go and hustle, you know, and that there are some who almost every day wake up and they're like, yeah, you know, I guess, you know, I don't have to hustle because that dude over there is always busting his butt. But my thinking is that, um, you know, there may always be those kinds of people, but in a cooperator sharing kind of thing where there might be some punishments to not doing that people might you know in this group that happens to find themselves in this type of situation they might um tend to curtail that on their own perhaps because uh you know i mean the like the majority of them that would kind of wake up and be like oh, blah 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 you know they might wake up you know what i owe it to this person because i like them i don't know i'm gonna get up and hustle today and that there'd be other people who are like i gotta hustle and maybe, you know, they realize, you know, I should probably take some time and, and be with this person who, I, you know, has broken their leg out there hustling or whatever. You know, like maybe there's people that just have a tendency to kind of slow that down. And then that those that really are just dawdlers and those that really are heavy on the hustle would just kind of be fewer. But I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. Is there a... So, I mean, what I'm hearing now is some version of the concept of the evolutionarily stable strategy. Like, are you assuming, to, to, guessing, I guess, do you have reason to think that any society that has a gradient of dawdle to hustle will <laughs> somehow, uh, one ought not say magically when talking to a scientist, but will... Say it. Arrive at a... <laughs> a balance where some people will tend towards the dawdle and some toward the hustle and it will eventually all work out. And I guess that's, uh, is that what you meant originally by the multi-level selection? Is this kind of a group selectionist point or what does that mean? Well, I mean, I wasn't going to ultimately finish with the group selection stuff. I was just going to use kind of the basic altruism cooperator defector kind of group and kind of game theory like thing that they do um and i was just kind of talking about it hoping to paint a picture of like a unimodal distribution of cooperators from cooperating to or, or not operating having that be at 50 percent or whatever and then over time let's just say something happens and the two you know cooperating more and some of it finds itself cooperating less i then started to contrast the two um and then they kind of have so if it's a bimodal distribution they kind of each are sort of 50 percent used to be the you know 50 percent cooperating than it was and that's kind of where Focusing necessarily on one or the other or anything like that. 
Are you either claiming, guessing, or hoping that... Free, almost free the, associating with the idea. This notion that your toddler would evolve out of that, you know, because they didn't have to hustle. Oh, okay. Always. I was wondering if where you were going to end up was that the optimal arrangement of any individual <laughs> was to be a hustle doddle amphibian that could, you know, set your alarm, wow. but then, you know, you could go either way depending on your environmental conditions. Now, I was just, I was just talking in a, I was just being, I was just taking it in a fun direction. The origin of the doddler. A book I'll never write. Well, right. We can't ever <laughs> write a book. That's a fucking hustle job. Yeah. I mean, all of us doddlers have a drawer full of unfinished novels in the lower right hand of our desks, right? Well, hopefully. But if we had if we had that amphibious hustler toddler nature, <laughs> for those that are just like, mm, there must be doddlers out there that have hardly ever finished started anything their self-doubt is like a blight that all the little saplings start to and they're just killed well all right check out this additional embodied metaphor for hustlers and dawdlers and again still admittedly coming at you from a biased perspective Dawdlers are where progress comes from because hustlers mm. are on a treadmill and dawdlers are wandering in the wilderness. But still, they're the ones that are moving somewhere because the hustler's goal isn't proximate. It isn't locomote. Their goal is burn calories, lose weight, look better, feel better, you know. There, anytime you have these distal goals, like profit, like uh, losing weight, then you're totally content to run on a treadmill and you don't go anywhere. Whereas yeah. the dawdler, just, you know, they tie one of their shoes and not the other, and they <laughs> kind of, they stroll in the woods and maybe they get lost and they're in thought. and when it, it seems to be a dawdler motto to say, Hmm, let me think about that. Whereas the hustler mod is always, I've got your answer. You know, they, they've got to have something, even if it's right. of poor quality, lame, whatever. It is at hand. Hustlers are at handed and dawdlers are thoughtful. And so, uh, as someone who prefers progress to running in place, that's another motivator for a society to include a few dawdlers. Yeah, I like all of that. I, I, I actually don't have any real issue with that uh, characterization. Um, the proximal, they, they're just not, they don't do the proximal. They're all ultimate. I like that. I don't like it. <laughs> I wish they wouldn't do that. <laughs> well, I mean, I like that characterization. Right, right. 
Um, the foibles yeah. of agreement in, ends discussion prematurely. <laughs> so do you feel like uh, we have accomplished this discussion about hustlers and doddlers and why we call this the doddlers philosophy podcast? Well, I hope not. Or paradoxically, we would have failed at the same time. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think, does this, is this a, a place where two doddlers can agree to, to stop a podcast? Or, or are we going to, do we keep going? I'm willing to agree to that. I can't, I mean, once it's been said, you know. That's true. <laughs> but what would I know? I'm not thinking about these things. I'm just dawdling along. Authoritarianism seems to be a hustler trait. Uh, you know, to decree that, no, we have no, we will not stop. Yeah, that's right. I can't I'm bring like... myself to say that. I saw a box of raisins that looked tasty to me. I think I want to stop talking now and shove raisins in my mouth. Something like that. I'll allow it. Thank you. There'll be All other right. days, other topics to dawdle on about. We will definitely dawdle on. That's what we do. All right. I guess this is how doddlers end a podcast. Not with a bang, but <laughs> no, a wim is, a, is a whimper the opposite of a bang? Oh, for sure. Just the way we like it. Two two categories. Well, it was fun. <laughs> we'll we'll it try was again. Fun. We will try again. We could like fade ourselves out, and just like no, no, Change.